Hi folks, Sal here. This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Alright, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So, welcome <laughs> to this episode of Off the Rack. Uh, happy holidays to everybody for joining us. Uh, this is the last Off the Rack, I think, of 2020. Okay. Unless we want to do the week, pro- the week, the following week, we'll see. Okay. You let me know. Let's assume it's the last one, but be pleasantly surprised if it isn't. It kind of like alleviates the pressure of this having to be really good. Yeah, because like I think 2020 kind of did that for us anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, I I kind of wanted to do like a post mortem for 2020 and like everything that we did here on this channel and everything, but we'll do that some other time. Um, for now, obviously, this is a show. We take the past, the past week's worth of books uh, that were the biggest or had the biggest relevance to us, and then we recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. There are quite a few, actually, books that are coming out the week of Christmas, so, you know, you can get them digitally or go to your local comic book store, of course. Uh, we'll talk about that at the end of the show. For now, there's quite a bit to get through, but before we do, I wanted to say this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show right now, live, as it's happening, you can sponsor today's episode by using the Super Chats. Make a question or comment. Put it in the Super Chat. We'll read it here on the show. It's part of the show forever, and uh, the proceeds go towards allowing the lights and the heat to stay on. Uh, Tiffany has a heater right next to her, actually, that allows the, uh, you know, the, the, the good... Yeah, the good feelings to flow, because otherwise, you know, you don't want to do this show cold. I'll be cranky. That's right, you don't want that. And you won't like me when I'm cranky. (laughs) I'm like the crappiest Hulk ever. Yeah. I'm just annoying. It's the tiff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm grumpy. (laughs) Yep. But yes, I wanted to say, of course, uh, we have a couple of examples. Um, Kevin Krueger. cranky? No, of Super Chatters, of sponsors today's episode. Kevin says, uh, I'm Buko mad that Just League Dark. Boku. Boku. Buko is a person. Boku. Means, I believe, very very, French. Yeah, merci beaucoup. (laughs) Uh, JLT is going to be a backup story now, and I have no interest in Justice League, but I will get Joker and Crime Syndicate and got the Alex Ross book, thanks to you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, uh, Alex Ross... And his people reached out to us. They wanted us to uh, see if you guys were interested in his uh, behind-the-scenes book of unpublished art. Um, I looked for it. I was like... I'll yeah, it's not right here. It's over, actually over there. It's great. Um, it is. It's actually... It's pretty dope. Yeah, but I'm glad that you uh, they checked it out. Thank you. Yeah, and Justice League Dark is next... This issue coming up is going to be part of Endless Winter. Right. For right now. For now. I mean, because it, it... And it's not... But a, then it's going to change anyway to Future State, so... Yeah, so it's over. Uh, Nate Dog, uh, I'm getting ready to go on a long drive. So this will be Ooh. great to listen to. I'm just uh, glad that Bendis will be off Superman so I can read it again. Mm, keep your eyes on the road. Yes. Well, they're <laughs> Wait, probably downloading yeah, okay. it. Who knows? Or you're not driving. Yeah, you, well, oh, oh, yeah, that's true. He's going on a long drive. You never know. Oh, right, right, right. But, uh, but good luck, Nate Dog. Stay well, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you on the repeat. Uh, Raj Patel. Uh, first, DC cancels Sam and Universe Hellblazer. Now they make JLD a backup to Bendis' Justice League. DC really hates the magic books. Uh, Merry Christmas, guys. You too, Raj. Guess, Thank you. Yeah. I guess I'm missing out on something here. I've been a little out of it. Past out week. of the loop? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, so to speak. The past few days have just been like, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Well, anything yeah. this related. Here's the thing. The death knell was Tynan being off the book. Yes. Yeah, when Tynan left the book and left it to Ram, it was like, not I think, I think, not because Ram was doing a bad job. No, I think Ram is a, is a very competent writer. I think he did a good job taking, like, doing a really nice transition from Tynan's style of writing and his story to, you know, finishing off his yeah. story and, like, putting his own little spin on it. But, like, for me, that was, like, the signaling that this book was over in a way. Yeah, when Tynan abandoned the book. He didn't abandon it. <laughs> yes, he was... <laughs> It's not like there will be blood. Yeah. He's abandoned his book. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like for me, that doesn't surprise me at all. We see this happen a lot where it's like you'll have like an age in which um, the one or the other comic book company will be really into having a lot of magic or yes. fantasy works. And then all of a sudden it's just gone. They just pull it off the table. It's because they oversaturate the market. Yep. There's only so many fans of that style of book out there who are also reading comics. And so... Uh, it, yeah, that, this again, it doesn't surprise me. No. Uh, Brian Rowland's Death Metal's almost gone, but Ghostmaker is here to stay. I read that it was Ghostbusters, and yeah. I was like, what's the problem Yay. there? Nope, Wait. nothing Nope, nothing good about that. Merry Christmas to us. Hope you have a safe and wonderful holiday, you too, Brian. Yeah, Ghostmaker ain't going nowhere, and Tiffany will tell us all about that in a little bit. She will. Uh, actually, you know what? Why don't you tell us about it right now? All right, uh, uh, Batman number 105 came out. Uh, I said I was going to read it, and I have been yep. reading it. And I dropped the book. I'm not paying for it. Written by James Tynion IV. Three different artists on this again. Oh, great! Styles were a little closer this time, but like by the end, it was very drastically different. What um, the hell? <laughs> it's like, Batman! Right, right, right. But it, they still had like the... like. You know how like the one artist had like a like a totally different style like, like yes. in the last book where it was, like, and it didn't have tonal shift either it was just art shift it was just but yeah and it was also just like it was so different yes right these are like everyone kind of looks the same mm -hmm. but like the way in which the artist treated is a little different like the last one seems like more like enhanced pencils than than like finished ink so okay. that's where I was like oh it's very different um, there were a couple of things in this issue that I really liked mm. I didn't like this issue though. Mm. Um, I just want to point that out. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, shoehorning this character in, which, spoilers, that's exactly what they're doing. Um, it, at the end of this book, we're like, hey, don't worry, like, Clown Hunter's adventures will continue, like, in 2021. Right. And, like, don't worry, Ghostmaker will be back in 2021 after Future State. Right. After Future State, Ghostmaker will be back. Yep. Don't, don't think you got away from him that easily. No. Literally, like, this to me was, like, the... We already knew it, but it was, like, just so obvious that, like, DC was like, listen, we're doing Future State. You need to fill in these weeks. And so this is just a decompressed story. Uh. Um, <laughs> because it's, like, every issue has been us learning more about what Ghostmaker is. And I'm like, we know all this. And yeah. it's just, like, literally, like, it's not even a clever way in which it's, like, it was a memory and we're, like, getting more of it. Or, right, it's, like, or there was missing pieces or Batman's not telling the whole story. Yeah, no, it's just, like, literally, like, oh, let's see this other conversation which rehashes all the same stuff but, like, adds some more detail to it that would have clearly come up at other points. Right. Um, But cool. basically, like, we get that. Like, we get that sort of, like, breakdown with, like, in the current state of things uh clown hunter is going to kill harley yes and batman like is able to like fling a batarang and like save her and like get her off like the table so she can save then herself. save herself and then like instead of like fighting him she has a conversation with him and the conversation like basically she's like you know it's a psychiatrist yeah okay, you know you're I, hurting I, i'm not really clown well no like i know no 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 it's the conversation is more or less like i get it like 
Yeah. I, I'm really sorry. I don't remember your parents and I don't remember that night, but like if he says I was there, I was there. And I'm really sorry yeah. that your parents died. And it's not an excuse. I just need you to know that I'm sorry for that. And like, she explains like, you know, oh, the Joker, like, you know, made me, like wanted me to think that he was broken the way I was yeah. and he wasn't. Mm -hmm. And like, so like I went along with him because that's all I wanted was for someone else to be broken like me. And like, that's one of the things that like, I don't really like, whatever we've delved into that like a thousand times but like it's meant to be like this poetic like symmetry Mirroring, yeah of like batman and Ghostmaker, oh, ghost hunter and yeah ghost maker. ghost maker um because like the fact is what we learn and this is kind of the thing that like i thought was neat they don't beat you over the head with it they mentioned it a bunch but like it's not it yeah it it, it could have been done a little better yeah but like the idea that like ghost maker it gets mad at Bruce when they're like growing up together, coming yes. up because he finds out that he's not broken the way he is. Right. We're like, there's something wrong with the way Ghostmaker views the world, uh -huh. and yet there is like a like a, a moment that I like I really dug between the two of them because like it's Bruce leaving, he's going back to Gotham, he's like I'm ready, right? And Ghostmaker's like you quitting, you're just leaving, yeah. And he's like no, I'm ready, and he's like you're not though. <laughs> he's like because you're trying to prevent a crime you can't ever stop, right? Like, that already happened, man. Yeah, like, exactly. You can't save you can't... your parents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, he's like, no, no, like, oh, hang on. Uh, he's like, you can't save everyone, blah, 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 blah. And, like, the fact is, he's like, your downfall will be your guilt and the fact that you care about people. Right. As opposed to, like, just approaching this, like, the art that it is. Right, but why are you doing it in the first place? What? Ghostmaker. Because he, like, sees, because then this is how he's broken. He sees, like crime as like a thing that can be solved and fixed and like right. he's like and you do it systematically and if you don't care about people behind it or like you know involved You'll with it you can yeah you're effective and you can get rid of it and he's like we have, we have to like you know whatever okay. um he also mentions that like he's like you're trying to fulfill the promise of any eight-year-old boy yeah and like what if you ever did that somehow like right. what would happen then you're just gonna stop yeah um but then it all falls apart anyway because he like offers he's like He's like, why don't you and I team up? We'll start small over here because that's effective. We can mm -hmm. be effective in this city over here. Right. And maybe one day we'll go to like a place like Gotham. <laughs> and like Bruce is like, screw you. And they have it out where like, it's like, I'll go to Gotham and you stay out of my city. And Ghostbreaker's like, you stay out of where I am. Okay. Fine. Well, they needed to get him out of the book finally. No, that was in the past. This oh, is the oh, additional information oh, that we already knew, Jesus. but we get more of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Um, Essentially, Harley gets through to, to Clown Hunter because, you know, she's like, we all, like, we, as we grow up, there's a lot of stuff that can mess us up. And, yes. like, this, obviously, like, I hate the fact that I was part of that, but, like, I'm trying to be a better person now. And, like, I'm trying to, I can't ever fix that and I can't ever take it away. And, like, I'm always going to have the reputation that I'm Harley Quinn. Yeah. And I can't stop that. But what I can do is try to help people along the way. Mm -hmm. And she's like, so if you need to kill me, fine. Right. And so he doesn't. Okay. And then he runs away. Yeah. And like Batman's like, like good job. And right. she's like, I meant it. Yeah. I like I mean it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, you should probably go now because Ghostmaker's there. And then Batman and he have a big fight, where like essentially he's like, you know, so I didn't like you weren't proven wrong. Mm -hmm. Like or like yeah, you weren't proven right, Ghostmaker. So get out. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, I, I will probably leave. He's like, it's kind of too bad you didn't like. You didn't bring a car after me. Like, you didn't bring one of your cars. I always like your cars. I didn't get to see any of them. Aww. And I was like, this is cute. Right. What? Where did this come from? Yeah, what? Like, 
this issue sort of earned that because like you see this like other side of, of Ghostmaker, but like everything up to this point really didn't like allow for us to have this turn in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe there's been a few hints there here and there, but like again, drawn out in the way that it was, it's like it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um so essentially like Batman's like, oh actually I'm making a new car. And he's right. like, oh, does it fly? And he's like, no, it's like wheels on the ground, all the like stuff. And he's like, cool, I'll have to check my ghost net <laughs> when you bring it online. Sure. And he's like, no. And he's like, what do you mean no? He's like, why don't you just stay? Right. Just stay here and like. Be a bat. He's like, I'm not going to be a bat. I'm not going to wear. He's like, yeah, like, the city's like hurting right now and I could really use your help. I don't really have like the influence in the police anymore. And like, I'm older. Mm. And this is a young city. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we're setting up yep. for... For Future State. I or guess. for what 5G was right. going and, to be. But, like, obviously this was written before that, so... Yeah. Or after that, so, like, we kind of... That was not going to happen, so I don't know. Yeah, but may, he may have just written it anyway. Sure, but he's just like, yeah, like, I'm I'm, I'm getting too old and I need someone else to help out. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not going to wear a bat. And I'm going to continue to tell you what you're doing wrong. And he's like, I could use that since Alfred's gone. Right. I was like, is that what Alfred was to you? According Jesus. to, to Tynan? Like, this, this Alfredless Batman... <sighs> This is interesting because it's part of why I'm done with Batman. Because the more information I get about the direction that the Bat title is going, mm-hmm. the less interested I am in reading Batman month to month. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, you know, like, I'm a monthly guy. I read comics. You know, mm-hmm. I do enjoy graphic novels, but I also enjoy the ongoing sprawling epic of a character for many years or runs. Um, but when it comes to Batman, at the end of the day, I just want it to be Batman, maybe a Robin sometimes, an Alfred, mm-hmm. Gordon, City. And then if you if you break from the mold, it's like refreshing. You know, he, te- he deals with Raish, he goes into space, he goes yeah. to Atlantis, you know, whatever, you know, mix up. But it's like, it's it's a divergence and it's rare. I, I get And that's you. my Batman. I get you, but like that doesn't really allow for any sort of like forward momentum necessarily or like so like i I get why that doesn't work and i i understand why there should be added characters it's just this character didn't really work and like these like little moments that i kind of enjoyed in this issue really didn't save anything for me so at the end of the day like he's like all right yeah i'll stay Mm -hmm. and like and batman's like there's like one rule no killing right and he's like that's like bullshit and like batman's like what are you not up to the challenge and he's like oh i see what you did there cool He's like, the Bat family's outside. He's like, I was trying to, like, I know that they're out there. Mm-hmm. And, like, they've been, like, watching us fight. And he's like, I thought they might learn a lesson when they saw you lose. But, like, now I don't know. And he's like, no, no I told them to wait and <laughs> not come in. Yeah. Because Ghostmaker's like, they clearly want to kick my ass. So he wants them to go say hello. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, actually, uh, Batman, I got a ping when I let Oracle, like, I let the ghost net passwords down or firewalls down so sure. oracle was able to get in i guess uh. and uh he got a ping that there was like something going on in the city mm-hmm. and so the two of them rush off yeah. like batman and, a, and robin but it's batman and ghost maker yeah and it, it's like it's it was very unsatisfying the fact that like this happened over what was it like four was it three or four issues i honestly can't remember it, it just was an unnecessary like character introduction done in a way where the pacing made zero sense to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, this was supposed to be like the fun adventure or like the cleanup adventure yes. after Joker like, War. Yeah, after Joker War setting up the new status quo post 
future state. And it did, but it also didn't necessarily address any of the status quo in a sense. So, oh, also Ghostmaker is more rich than Batman. Right. So he's buying dinner. Yeah. Because don't forget, like, Tynan was very clear in his interviews and in the books themselves. He's like, Batman is, he's rich, but he's not as rich. I'm like, you know, to a person who isn't rich, there's no difference. Yeah, they're all rich. So that was it. Um, I said I was going to read it, and I did. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Ghostmaker. I kept you up to date. Thank you. You're welcome. Yep. So I'm not missing much. I don't, I personally don't think so, but yeah. And he's not leaving after future state. I think he's staying on the Batman title. It'd be great if it came back and like, it's like, yeah, Ghostbreaker left. Yeah. He left because he was stupid because someone else was writing. Well, Todd made his action figure and then we were done. Uh, Jack O'Connell. Hey, Sal and Tiffany have a Merry Christmas. You too, Jack. Thank you very much. much. Happy holidays to all of you. Uh, Ethan Velez uh, says, uh, I know you didn't like Jason or Damien, but Tom Taylor doing Nightwing. I hope he gets to do a book with them. As well, because he has done so great with them in the past. Also, Tim is Robin again. Uh, yeah. You know, like for me, you know, like uh, Zdarsky's doing a Batman Red Hood book. I'm like, wow. Nope. I love Zdarsky. I don't yeah. like Red Hood. I don't care. You know, well, may, and the problem is like Zdarsky's great and he'll make Jason engaging and interesting. Yeah. But like no one else is able to do that. Yeah, and, so, I, and I know that like you don't necessarily like just follow a writer just because. Yeah, and well, and they're not always great. You know, like King did a great vision. I went to Batman. I'm like, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Went over to Mr. Miracle and uh, Strange Adventures. Those are great. Yeah. Like Batman Catwoman, better than his previous Batman run. You know, like it doesn't it's necessarily mean yeah. that it's something I want. Oh, uh, Stillwater. Yeah. Pass. Yeah, it's not for you. But, uh, you know, but everything else. You know, pick up. Also, are, don't they have plans for Damien? Yeah, 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 Damien's in his League of Assassins outfit. He's abandoned the Robin thing, but right. he's also going to hang out with Batman. Well, that, that's be okay, Damien. though, because he's got a new Robin. Yeah, he's, he's go- go- who's a ghost. Ghost Robin. By the way, uh, I pitched this earlier on another show, but uh, it'd be a lot of fun if part of the reason, wa- like, if they were like, okay, so the aging thing, blah. We got a set of new status quos. We clearly have a problem with young characters. We love Super Sons. We hate Super Sons. What are we going to do about this? You know, Damien abandons the Robin suit. He's wearing the League of Assassins suit. Mm-hmm. You remember that Batman Beyond episode when uh, Rachel Ghoul invades Talia's body? Yes. Rachel Ghoul takes over Damien's body <laughs> and infiltrates the Bat family that way. That's fun. So, like, you know, Batman is in a scrap with the League of Assassins. He and Damien are fighting hand to hand. And then. You know, Batman's like, quick, Damien, such an, you know, do maneuvers 14B. And then, you know, Damien goes, I don't think so, detective. That's pretty dope. Right? I like That's that. a fun surprise. I like that. Uh, Grail Dibbles says, what kind of music do you like? I know you used to have those funky hip hop outros. Yeah, I use those because they seem, they work really well with the YouTube uh, system. And they're a lot of fun. Like, they feel good and they sound good mm-hmm. for the format. When I'm just hanging out, I like to listen to, like, classic rock or classic metal or, uh, you know, uh, classic pop. You know, I listen to an irresponsible amount of lo-fi yes, and chill. <laughs> yes, you are the girl in the rainy anime picture. It's so basic. <laughs> no, there's nothing. I mean, like, listen, no, they, it have, is. they have 67 trillion views yeah. or something. Somebody's doing something right. <laughs> is that I was, it? I was just going to stick with that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot, but it's just. Yeah, fine. it's it's very eclectic. It's, uh, all, it's a mess. Yeah, there's no, there, you can't like pin me down or her down on like her musical tastes. Mm-mm. It's not like, oh, she likes this genre, boom. 
Uh, Duckade, have you uh, have a good stream? Grabbed Life Story because of back issues, and I'm so back into Spider-Man now. So, so thank you. Happy Aww. holidays. Happy holidays to you too, Yay. Duckade. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, actually, in the chat, if I was, uh, if I can direct the conversation a little bit, I'd like to know what the best book of 2020 is, according to you guys. Yeah. And if I can get some kind of consensus towards the end, I'd love to know because uh, I wanted to do some kind of giveaway at the end and pick like the book that was like the best and make that kind of a giveaway. Spring that on Danielle while it's happening. Um, but we'll see. Uh, if I get a consensus, I will pick something. I mean, but I, I have use... mine, but technically it started in 2019, but most of it happened in 2020. What was that? It would be Hellblazer. Hellblazer. Sci Spurrier. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Once a Future is fantastic. I guess it also the second. I guess the second volume came out this year. Yeah, I, you have it over there. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I was trying to think of like in terms of like, like how much it, of the making book. it a 2020 yeah, book. Yeah. You know, like. Is it? Like that's where I, I struggle. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Alex Cash, uh, thank you very much for your support, man. Thank you. Uh, that's the issue with Tynan's run so far, in my opinion. Pacing. He yeah. raced through the designer and Joker War without letting it breathe. Now we're marinating in Ghostmaker. Hope it finds its stride. He's capable. He is capable. He is. That's what's so like 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 I said. Like there were these like moments of like these like interesting kind of conversations that had we gotten earlier might have lend itself to like ingratiating Ghostmaker to yeah. us or if we had had those types of conversations in Joker War it might have like said a little better I get the idea of like having an action movie pace yeah but even in an action film you have those downtime yeah like, yeah pieces. you need those uh now a cynical person might assume that Tynan dedicated more issues to a character he created to cement that character into the zeitgeist so that there was no way well, you could ever ignore or dismiss Ghostmaker. No, it's true, but remember there were rumors, I don't know if they were ever like, you know, yay or Validated. nay to them, but like that like he was only supposed to do certain amount of issues yes and then it was, maybe they were like that was pretty much confirmed he was only going to go up to issue 100 yeah and then and then like, they could have been like we just need this many issues before future state right what do you got yeah and it's like that's really I have three and it's, it's like really, we need nine yeah it's really not enough to do much no this is 105 yeah so no, I'm like, saying like yeah so like he needed to fit something in there mm -hmm. it could have again it could have just been a really simple sort of adventure story but no he had to use he wanted to create a character well he had to create four characters uh, well for i mean for that but for this story yeah. it was about that yeah, yeah. uh tardis man 85 merry christmas uh any outside chance of usagi ojimbo showing up in back issues um thanks for the good times thank you tardisman uh i don't see, i don't see it happening but we do have the first volume manga yeah. or omnibus i guess you would call it because it i don't think usagi is any is a straight up manga but uh maybe i think it is we have it but uh yeah i don't anyway. know i don't think so but, uh, but i think you i think usagi's getting like something you know he's getting some kind of like thing some kind of big push in the coming time I don't know when. Okay. But, uh, you know, if, like, let's say there's, like, a Nosaki Ojimbo show or cartoon, much more likely than mm. if not. You know, sooner Usagi, if he's getting a show or movie, than, like, Madman, um, which is a character that I'd sooner do than Usagi Ojimbo. Um, <laughs> uh, Dini Dude 7, how long till Ghostmaker McFarlane toy? You're reading my mind. Uh, I'm thinking, like, probably next wave, right? Because right now we've got, like, a ton of stuff coming no out in this current way. wave. I probably... I... It, dude... There are so many death metal characters that are like now coming through. I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, he is like, just let's get these toys out there. Take the contract, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fallen Angel XOO. I kind of hope that they would bring back 
Astrid Arkham as Arkham Knight, but I'm sad she isn't. Uh, I found her interesting, especially since she's just a female clown hunter with more money. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, but that doesn't make Tynan money if they use him. <laughs> yeah, Tynan has no vested interest in like dusting off slash rehabilitating a character that nobody knows but should like when he could make royalties. And that's the, that's the name of the game nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, well, I guess that makes sense if you feel like your, like, industry can't... Support you? Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> you look at, like, some workhorses that do solid work, like Zadarsky or Jim Zub. Both of them... Zub has... Zub's a professor. Like, a mm-hmm. college professor. So he's, like, he's paid. So he can pick and choose projects. So he doesn't. He never has to like compromise or argue or fight to get like the biggest book, which he's never going to get because right. he doesn't like have to do that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, and because he doesn't have to, he doesn't do it. So he can just tell stories about characters he wants to tell stories about. Yeah. Zadarsky, same deal. Not that he's a professor, but like Zadarsky has like Bill Murray fuck you energy, and literally like he knows he's like I'm a graphic designer, I'm an artist, I'm a I'm a consummate writer. I like I've worked for magazines and newspaper publications, like. I can get work. I don't need to drown Daredevil in original characters mm-hmm. to be paid for the next like ten years. I'll just be a professional. Yeah, um, and that's the difference between some of these people. Uh, Joshua Link says, uh, "Immortal Hulk, in my opinion, is the best. Is the is book of the year every year, <laughs> but Decorum is my new series for 2020." There you go. Yeah, yeah. I've heard good things about Decorum, but I don't know anything about it outside. Sure, of you do. You... I talked about it. I know, but outside of what oh, you okay. told me, <laughs> but I haven't heard about it. I haven't heard the name in a long time, or at least it feels like it. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's jump into some more books. Um, we read the Challenge of the Super Sons number one. Yeah, it's a digital exclusive. It's a DC. Digital first series. Yeah, so you might have missed it. So you probably missed it, but it's available digitally. Uh, and it for will, a dollar. For a buck. And when it is collected, it will be in trade, and you can pick it up that way. If you love Super Sons and you want to see that series continue, drop the buck and buy the book. Uh, I will say that it is a continuation directly from The Adventures of the Super Sons. Mm-hmm. It's written by Peter J. Tomasi. Uh, dude loves this series, loves these characters, and is very happy uh, to continue to tell their adventures, despite the fact that John is like 10 years older than he is in these series. Uh, Max Rayner does the art for this digital series, and uh, we both read it. It is, uh, I think it reads longer than either the deceased digital exclusive series mm. and the Batman The Adventures Continue digital exclusive series. Mm-hmm. Um it's just another like, hey, look at John and uh, look at John and Damien going on an adventure. Yeah, the the book thing, like how it's couched, is yes. kind of cute. Yeah. It's clearly them in the future. Yep. John and Damien are old men who like live together or hang out together in the future. They're playing video games of each other. Uh, they're like respective possible offspring or relatives mm-hmm. are reading. Sneaking off to read adventures about them in the past. Yeah, and, like there's books of like the Super Sun Chronicles, essentially. Yeah, so those adventures, adventures <laughs> yeah, those Chronicles, adventures, whatever. Uh, one of these is that, uh, you know, John and Damien are working in the library. They sneak, they, they're kicked out. Uh, they go off to uh, patrol 
John insists on Metropolis being the place because, you know, there's dinner being made and he's really excited for it. He doesn't want to travel very far. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's established that, like, John is trying to follow in his parents' footsteps. He's trying to work for the uh, school newspaper. Yeah, he wants, to get, he wants to get a job. And Damien's like, you don't get paid. It's not a job. Yeah, no, you just you just volunteer. Yeah, he was trying to like figure out like this whole cheating scandal. Which like, Damien, of course, solved yeah. uh, under John's nose. Yeah, John was very upset about that. Yep, John was, and he holds it, to, uh, holds it against him the whole time. It's actually a really cute little interaction, the two of them. Clearly, Damien, like, you know, Tomasi gets these kids and gets the mentality of like, you know, they don't do they read do they sound like little boys? No, they sound like little adults, but like the vernacular and the way in which they banter is so addictive and fun that it's worth hearing. I think that they for them, I think they do talk like little boys because it's like Damien was raised by the yeah. League of Assassins and Batman and yeah. Alfred, so I think he has a different vernacular. That's true. And John was raised by a, like a Pulitzer Prize winning author. Yes. You know, and Clark. And Clark. <laughs> Mark won a Pulitzer too. I know, I know. But yes, uh, that's true. But you true. know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it, it is kind of believable, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're adorable. No, I don't say it's not believable. I but... love, and I love that Damien, like, there's like a perf- like a teacher who doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he Because proved... Damien's such a, yeah, he no, proved the professor He proved wrong. that, like, he should have gotten an additional, like, thing correct on a test of his. Yep. He's like, oh, don't forget to make that change as well. Yeah. Uh, for those wondering, yes, this is when they're young. This is like continuing the Super Sons young adventures. Yes. But now that we have to say that. Mm-hmm. I really loved this stupid shirt scene. That was, it was so cute. Like, yeah. like ridiculous, but like it's adorable. Like yep. the classic, like they're ready to go on patrol. They they've got their uniforms on, button down white shirts. Damien yep. rips his open to reveal his Robin costume and he looks over and John is like unbuttoning his shirt carefully, though he could probably do it at super speed now. Yeah, I but I, I like the fact that like yes, Clark would be like this where he's like, You're ripping too many shirts. You're destroying too many shirts. And, like myself or your mother have to sew on the buttons and we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. So either you're going to sew gonna... the buttons on yeah. or you're not going to do that anymore. Right, and I was exactly. like, that's adorable. There's no need for them to teach that to him. He's a, he's technically a superhero who's yep. doing his thing. He's like, but you need to learn responsibility. Cause that's like a mod pocket yeah. like thing. Yeah. I like that. Absolutely. Cute. Uh, they spring into action. They patrol Metropolis. Uh, they uh, find themselves without supervillains to battle. They help a lady uh, carry a ton of groceries up the stairs uh, much to the chagrin of of, of Damien. Yeah. Um, and then they are uh, they are flanked by a berobed, uh, foreboding woman who screams about prophecies and like the story to come. Yeah. And they are like enveloped in hellfire and and go on their and then and the next chapter will continue the story. Yeah. It's cute. Again, if you're looking just for that like lighthearted super sons feel you know what i mean this is it and it's only a dollar is it a shorter than normal comic yes because it's almost just one big panel per page it's 23 of those pages essentially i'm sure it's less when you add like the credits page and stuff like that but it's cute um and i i would say like for a dollar if you can support it to show dc that you like those characters of that age hanging out together i say go for it yeah uh, Somber Shadow 001. Uh, hey guys, just wanted to say happy holidays and I love you. Uh, thank you very much. Love you too. Uh, I like your name. Yeah, right. Uh, and for my best book of the of 2020, I'd say Dead Earth, or mm. uh, even though it started, uh, Batman White Knight Harley Quinn. Uh, yeah. yeah, that book was fun. Uh, well, it's, it is still fun. Uh, I think it came out. I think another issue came out last week. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Wonder Woman Dead Earth, excellent series, great mm-hmm. book. Um, I love that book. 
uh, sang its praises. You loved it as well. Yeah. Great, great art. Crazy, yeah. Crazy, great stuff. Very good. Um, somebody in our Discord asked if Extremity is over, if yes. it ended. So they thought it was a, an abrupt ending. Uh, I don't think it was abrupt. Uh, uh, yeah, I a, assumed it was a matter of opinion. It's been a while since I've, I've read it, but yeah. I believe it is over 100%. Right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, moving on. What else we got? Uh, I know you got a couple. I do have a couple. Uh, about I, Marvel. Yeah, let's yeah, because we we yeah, let's do Marvel. Uh, I've got I read Deadpool. I still like this series. Yep, Kelly Thompson, right? Kelly Thompson and uh, Gerardo, no Sandoval. Sandoval yes. Um, who has like that that Bachelor feel? Yeah, but like more approachable. But its own, a, yeah, its own style. Uh, the last issue, which we didn't talk about, but in the last issue, um, remember how Elsa Bloodstone was, like, being poisoned by the Bloodstone, essentially? Yes. Like, a curse on it, basically, I do remember and that. they, like, went to, like, the bone dimension and whatever. Yes. Essentially, she, like, hooked up with Deadpool because, A, Monster Island, but B, really, because, like, he's kind of indestructible and maybe he could help her. Yeah. But didn't tell him the truth about that. No, but, like, why would you? Mm-hmm. And so, like, in the last issue, like... He, like, she basically dies or is on the brink of death. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, like, takes, like, his, like, knife and, like, knocks the bloodstone out of her. And he's like, there. Yeah. I fixed it. Why didn't we do this before? Right. And then, like, a big demon comes out. And mm. it's like, because she knew I'd show up and eat and consume her and the bloodstone. Because that's all I've ever wanted. Okay. Devil's like, cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Oh. Oh. Uh, so then, like, Deadpool basically puts the stone inside of himself. So now he is Deadpool with the power of the bloodstone, but Sweet. like it is also killing him, but he's Deadpool. So it's, you know, it's, it'll work out. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of banter going on between him and the demon. Uh, meanwhile, Elsa is trying to get the kids who are trapped in that dimension out. They find there's like a portal and then she's shoving the kids through. She shoves Jeff through and she's going to, you think she's going to stay and help, but she leaves because mm. like she can't. She's got no power. Right. So what's she gonna do? Well, she's a badass. She didn't use any powers in Next Wave. Well, she didn't do anything. She just leaves. Um. So she leaves. But like, the there's some like really fun, silly interaction here. I really, really like. Uh, like you know, the demon offers that like you know he's going to or she sorry she will like you know take the form or take Deadpool. I can't remember if it's this issue or the last issue. Yeah. Um. But like possess him and then go to Monster Island and destroy it because since the infection is from her yes that like she's basically in deadpool's head so you know deadpool always has like an ongoing monologue yeah she hears Matt all Capper of it so oh cool like so deadpool's like that's ah, like my number one superhero or right. superpower um but uh you know she's like and when i when i get out there like oh my gosh did you really call it like deadpoolopolis like that's so stupid <laughs> And he's like, oh, maybe, like, whatever. And she's like, no, when I get out, I'm going to take it over, and I'm going to call it the Bone Zone. <laughs> and Deadpool's like, the Bone Zone? I wouldn't... Mm. Yeah, he mentions, that, like, how uh, some, like, you know, teenagers might... Take a, take issue with that or make you, fun of it? Give you some, some issues there. But, like, that's what I like about Kelly Thompson's writing in terms of, like, characters, especially that it fits for, Deadpool in particular, and, like, the antics he gets into, I think you can absolutely have jokes like that in there. And yeah. like, it still feels like there's a sense of urgency. Cause right. I guess like, yes, it's Deadpool not a goofy dumbass book. It's like, there's, mm. there's fun and also like actual stakes. Yeah. Because it's like Deadpool is dying. He's fighting this thing. Inevitably, like he does what most heroes would do. And he shoves himself inside of her. Okay. Right. And then, um, ends up like kind of like blasting a hole through. And then Elsa does come back. Oh, cool. And like, 
Oh no, that's right. He has the he's got the Yes. The dynamite on his belt. He uses that and blows himself up. He's like, You can't inhabit my body if there's, if no, there's no body. body. Mm-hmm. You're moved. Right. So she's just like a head. Yeah. So Elsa comes back, she finds the bloodstone, she's like, Okay, so basically now the stone doesn't have the curse anymore. She puts it in, uses it, and destroys the demon for cool. good. And then picks up Deadpool's head, the portal closes behind them, so they're stuck there. Mm. And she's like, Well, if we can make it to Egypt, we can get out. Right. And so, like, she takes her coat off and she makes like one of those like baby carriers yes. out of it and like shoves his head <laughs> in it. And like she kisses him earlier to, to try to bring him back. Okay. And like he's like, Oh, are we going on a date? She's like, I've dated worse. Right. And she like nestles him right here, and he's like, This is awesome. <laughs> and then they leave. And like they're gonna, they were like, Deadpool's like, we should go, we should go back to Monster Island, and like we'll play some sports, like maybe we'll we'll play like softball with all the monsters, and we'll have a nice time. It'll be really lovely. And then there's a note right at like the bottom of the page. It just says, "Next, we were gonna play monster softball, but then King of Black happened." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, they're gonna get wrapped up. Oh no, in all of this, and it's fun because at the end, like if you read. Um, the like letters page yeah it's all responded by deadpool oh cool so deadpool responds to i like the that question. more than when the writer does it because they're the the, the answers always have to be super safe and yeah. sanitized so you might as well the character do it yeah so like someone asked him about like what deadpool thinks about like or like what thing about like venom and how awesome he is and <laughs> he's just like oh venom like you know we all know that like kate's is gonna like kill off a bunch of like lovable characters at the beginning and like who's more lovable than deadpool <laughs> <I'm>, like <laughs> all right cute whatever tongue-in-cheek just kind of fun, sarcastic. Yep. If you're looking for that, Deadpool's probably a, a good pick for you right now. Yeah. If you like Kelly Thompson's voice, which I do. I know. Yeah, go grab it. Yeah. You have to go back. It's true. Yeah. Unless you just want to start now. Yeah, what issue like, is this one? Uh, nine. That's not a big commitment. Nine. Yeah, it's nine. Yeah, not bad. Just like, and oh, and I and I, I do the, I dig the art. Like, there's a moment in this that, like, reminded me of the Max. Yes. Even though, like, I'm not, like the biggest sam keith fan like no. i do appreciate a lot of the like looseness. Well, the sandman and stuff like that yeah but i also appreciate a lot of the looseness in his art and like him like trying different things and like there was just a like a splash page that i was like oh this is like these keith vibes to it yeah anyway uh yeah that's fair speaking of which we got the uh we got this the, the max calendar it's yeah not here it's at home yeah, i was like i'm like where okay. yeah oh no i uh i kept that it's at home okay I'll, i'm gonna have to get the uh I saw that at the calendar store at the mall, they have another of those uh, old DC Justice League. Like, oh, that's fun. Uh, calendar, so I can get that. Excellent. But I, I don't remember if we get that at a discount. So, like, like if we wait until, you know. If they still have it. They, I mean, they don't. They never sell out of that book. Or out of that calendar. Then, yes. That's the calendar we keep at the studio. Um, and we have the last two years worth with all the little like, notes and stuff like that. If that's something you would enjoy or would like, we'll figure out how to make that like a contest winning thing. But let me know if you want that or if that's like a waste of postage. I feel, I don't know. Because we had 2019, that one's signed by the crew and I can get 2020 to be signed by the crew as well. It's can silly. It's, oh yeah. I can, I can, I think I can make that happen. I think I know at least a few members of the crew. Oh. Uh, Mr. Raygun's Happy Holidays. Curious if you two are aware that Batman Beyond is ending and apparently will show up in more DC books. I did hear that it, that it was ending. I'm not surprised he's showing up in more books. Batman Beyond is a great icon. Uh, he's a good visual. Mm -hmm. uh, he has the, the audience that buys DC Comics have nostalgia for the character. So it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make, make, make much sense to not have something you can buy of his available. Mm-hmm. 
I saw McFarlane on Instagram or whatever playing with a with a with a Batman Beyond action figure that he developed. Right. It looks fun. He looks bulkier than Terry, so it's like, yeah, it's more like the Arkham City or Arkham Knight skin. Yes, of Batman. Yeah, but yeah. the the rocket boots are super cool and fun. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. He let me tell you something. If you have not watched Todd play with his own toys, you must. It is a it is it is delightful. It is. The spawn figures are shipped. Ooh. So I might do a thing. You should do a thing. I don't know what that thing is, but the thing. The thing will be, be me done. opening the action figure, playing with it to my heart's content. I but, know, uh, I know. Yeah, I do want to mention, by the way, that so far it seems like the number one book of 2020 is practically the same book that was number one to 2019, which is Daredevil. I know. I rolled my eyes, everybody. Okay, I know it's very good and everybody loves it, but the fact is. Yeah. So I'm going to make Daredevil available. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give Daredevil the first volume away at the end of this episode. Oh, okay. So if you want to, use hashtag Daredevil. And uh, we'll, if you're in the continental United States, that works out great. Uh, if not, no big deal. Uh, I'm not going to mail it from my house, so it's okay. But uh, hashtag Daredevil. At the end of the episode, uh, our intrepid moderator will pick a random winner selected. You have to be at the end of the episode and sound off to let us know that you uh, are here and can collect your prize. Email me your contact information, and I'll make sure you get a copy of Daredevil Volume 1 from Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto. Nice. You only have to do it once, by the way, and then, and, and you know, and you're entered. Yeah. So, uh, what else we got? Any any X-Men? Yeah, um, I, I am, like, keeping up with some X-Books, but we're getting to a point right now where I'm just picking up the, the stories that, like I, like, I really enjoy. Yes. Um, so, like, this week, I skipped X-Factor, X-Force, x which is the one with Beast and like the silly glasses? The I think that's Force. Force, yeah. There's just something about the way that the other artist draws Beast with, with the those glasses, glasses and the way it's colored. It always looks like they're like. Yeah, he's like, ooh. Yeah. Like, he looks like his eyes are sticking I know, out of his head. And it's just like, once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it, even though it's like very obviously his glasses. I'm just like, hey, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this week I actually picked up um, New Mutants, um, number 14. Yeah. Mostly, honestly, it's like I've been like I was out on New Mutants, but like I really, really wanted to support the art for this book, uh, drawn by Rod Rice. Ooh. Um, because you know it's not quite a Sinkovich, Sinkovich, Sinkovich. Yes. Um, but like it's close, and like it, I love that like spiritual successor on New Mutants. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Sinkovich like had the opportunity to really like bring light to new mutants back yes. in the day. And so like, I thought it's kind of cool that they like ascribed a similar art, like an artist who had like a looser form who was like willing to try things. That's great. Um, right. Like I was like, I have to get this book just to be like, Hey, this is a great call. Like, this is such a good idea. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. That for first volume of new mutants that it doesn't include the beak plot is so good and i think rod rice i think you're right for that one and that was like it was a must buy it was my number one dawn of x title yeah so i'm no. happy to see that it's continuing yeah yeah yeah. they, no. they burn me so bad with that awful beak <laughs> bullshit i i literally was like after the first arc i'm like mom well, i'm done like i can't i can't you don't deserve my money if you're gonna keep tricking me into buying I, random I bullshit think may, i think mean, we'll have to see what happens in the next issue but like i think this might be a good time to pick it up because this is starting a new arc yeah um, uh, and the, we start out the first few pages and I was like, this is what the preview got me. Like the preview showed me the art. I kind of like glazed, like, or glimpsed through yeah. like, what was being said. And it was the last panel of the preview yeah. word balloon that got me. Cause it was like, and so it was that Amal Farouk came to know the shadow King. <gasps> I was like, 
I'm like, because that is the Shadow King. Yes. Like he's like, the Shadow King's been possessing him for, for years. And so we get to know a little bit about his history. Yeah. As a kid. And like, what a good boy he was. And like, <laughs> you know, the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, okay, Shadow King. Awesome. Yeah. Right? So, I heard rumors that they were going to do something about the Shadow King right? in, 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 in the near future. Right. And so then we kind of check in with our like core group. You yes. know what I mean? And this is post everything that happened. Post Ten of Swords. Ten of Swords, Great. right? Good. And, and so like... We're dealing with the fact that um, karma has been having some some nightmares um, that like revolve around the battlefield of like otherworld because yes. they were all there and it was like a disaster and like she like reached out there and like with her mind and like touched one of the Iraqi troops yes. and it was like cold and hard as a blade but like in her nightmare it's different mm. and it feels like fire and it's hot and then it morphs into someone and she's like I know them but I don't know who it is right and so like danny like helps to like see it like she visualizes it for mm -hmm. her and um like inevitably is like okay i can like i'm starting to actually feel your fear so we need to stop <laughs> this before we have like a problem yeah so they stop that magic shows up with her whole coffee shtick but like with her is warlock oh Wow. So Warlock's just out now? Warlock's just out and about, hanging out there. I like that he's in this book. Yes, well, it makes sense. Also, because Cypher has a wife. Yeah. And so Aww. they're all, like, Warlock's like, I'm giving them time. Okay. And so, like, I'm like, that's cute. Yeah. So he's just hanging out. But, like, I think he also, like, he needs that attachment. Yeah. And so, like, he, like, is following magic around. And then, like, he'll, like, shift to someone else and he'll mimic their faces. And, yeah. like... It, the way it's depicted is really cool. It's really well done. Like, you know, it's almost like they're like, one day, Rod, you're going to draw Warlock, and that's why we have you on this book. Yes. <laughs> like, it, it, trust me. Because you, you can't have someone not... You, you, if you're going to draw a warlock, yeah. you need someone who already can draw balls to the wall. Like, yeah. you can't just, like, have... Like, I love R.B. Silva and uh, Pepe Larraz. Yep. I think their art is phenomenal and excellent on X-Men. Yep. But I don't know if they'd be a good fit for drawing Warlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, like, the kind of, like, the, what, what's the story here? What are we going to yeah, talk about? Yeah, what are we talking about? What is, right what is the so new So it's like, art? we lead with, like, the Shadow King, and then we just go to Krakoa, right? Like, what's going on? Well, Magic and, like, her crew, the New Mutants, notice that some of the younger mutants on the island didn't have anything to do. Okay. And so that seems to be leading to, like, things that happen when, like, people have nothing to do. Like, depression. Yes. And, like, fights. And, like, whatever. And, like, they just, like, you know, we think that, like, someone needs to take charge of that, blah, blah, blah. And they send a note to Professor X. Okay. And the Quiet Council. Professor X sends a note back that says, like... Really, Don't bother me anymore. No, like, really appreciate you bringing this to my attention. You know that's the kind of thing that I can, I'm concerned about. Thanks so much for volunteering. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, thanks. That's what you get, everybody. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you get when you bring problems to authority. <laughs> they make them your problems. Yeah, so basically they have, like, a summer camp for <laughs> these X-Men, or for okay. these the mutants, right? These younger mutants. These new mutants. Um, these other new mutants. These newer mutants. Mm. Um, it's really funny, because it's like, um, they convince... Uh, who do they convince? They convince... Uh, I don't remember who it was, Warpath, that um, there's a uniform. And uh -huh. So he's got like shorts and like a t-shirt on <laughs> and the whistle. And he's like, the fact is this is way more comfortable than my regular uniform. That's fair. And he's like, so I'm in this. Yeah, so I'm wearing this. So they have, they split the, the newbies into teams and mm -hmm. they let them like fight one another. And we see clearly what looks like Gabby on one of the teams. Oh. You remember the little green mutant that showed up too far? 
fauna flora mm. it's not merryweather that's no. that's one of the uh <laughs> it's one of the uh fairies um they're there too but the, so they have these teams essentially right and they're battling one another yeah right and then they call it off right okay like, it, it's like you know it was just a trial it's like cool well done everybody neat now we're going to show you something else because like there's a part of mutants like called mutant technology right okay <laughs> which i saw a lot when we were talking about sword we which we will talk about sword this week because i would like to chat about that yes um i think it's called mutant technology anyway but the idea is it's like you know like the fastball special of course yeah it's like this idea of like working together right right and like like learning to coexist with one another and learning how you can like amplify one another's abilities okay right and so like the combos yeah like colossus and wolverine were like the first version of that okay and like you know it's the most basic version but it's the one everybody knows right yeah. the five are the like next version or like the like most current there's like another version that we i see sword right but here they're kind of talking about like you know like how magic and um uh Moonstar can work together to create like holograms in other places, yes. right? Or how like magic and Wolfsbane can like, you know, she goes through a portal and like five wolves come out instead right. of just one. And how like Warpath and Warlock can work together because Warlock will become armor for him. So they're like, so they 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 demonstrate their own battle and mm -hmm. like the all the kids are like uproarious with their like clapping. They're like, this is awesome. They're like, here's what we're gonna do, we're gonna break you down into totally new teams. And you guys mm. are going to get to know each other and you're going to experiment. You're going to try different combinations of their powers. And like, they're all kind of like, but like, what if, well, Gabby's like, what if it hurts someone? Like, oh, what right. if I hurt somebody? Yeah. And they're like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, don't worry about bad. it. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And she's like, but will they bring me back? Because mm. I'm a clone. Right. And I heard that they won't bring back Madeline Pryor. Yeah. Or Evan. Oh. I was like, hey, we got Kittle Apocalypse. Reference. <laughs> Good reference. Right? And like, she's like, I don't understand why they won't. They said it's because she's a clone. Right. So what about and, me? Yeah. And they're like, well, Madeline Pryor hurt a lot of people. Yeah. And like, she goes, yeah, me too. But like, so did like a lot of mutants. I mean, you have, you know, Apocalypse and Mr. Sinister on, on the Quiet Council. Right. Fair point, Gabby. It's a little kid. That's all you need sometimes is a little kid to like... Yeah, and their fear and anxiety. Well, or else like they're like not knowing social norms to not ask questions like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a fair point to make because like maybe they won't bring you back. Yeah, maybe well... Maybe like too many Wolverines. Magic goes... The problem with Madeline Pryor was that she killed mutant and humankind and she already broke all of our laws and so they're not going to bring her back. She's like, and Evan might be on the list. I don't know. Yeah, I don't anyway, know. off you go. Pet, pet. Right. Breaks them up. There's a whole group that's headed off into like the the woods, and um, it's a bunch of like mutants that were created in this series. Yeah, one of which has like nightmare powers as well, which mm. I thought was interesting. Okay, but like uh, uh, named Cosmar. Okay, I think like I think the internet's like it's like a Freddy Krueger on your team, whatever, right? All right. Um, but I guess it's No Girl Cosmar and could be dust i can't remember who goes but they go wander off in, into the woods and they're like oh man you think he's gonna be here blah 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 and they like go to this cave and they all talk about like their cool battle for the day and like the person they're talking to is the shadow king right. so the shadow king is on krakoa yeah essentially or some version of the shadow king is on krakoa okay and i'm like okay that's bad yeah oh it's rain maker whatever so 
Okay. That's what they're going to be dealing with. We've, we've like, you know, we have all these like big players that we've like talked about in terms of like Apocalypse and Mr. Sinister and, you know, uh, M plate. M- <laughs> no. And Sentinels, you know what I yeah. mean? Like we've really touched on a lot of the heavy hitters in terms of like the X-Men's like past. And like, there have definitely been a list of folk that's like, what's up with this? How come they're not, being mentioned namely like the phoenix for sure who hasn't really been brought up and i haven't been reading new mutants but like the shadow king while had been on my mind wasn't really part of what they had been talking about so the fact that he's here i'm like that's kind of cool yeah that's kind of cool i agree so yay i'm yeah, glad to hear that new mutants is good I, again. I dig it i'm i'm you know i'm excited to check it out see where it goes but again for me really the big seller is the art yes because it like I like them experimenting with art and trying different artists who have like a less conventional feel, especially for books that can take it like a new mutants. Yeah. So yeah. New mutants can support that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dini dude. uh, Can we get Todd on Elseworlds exchange? We already did, man. He has been on Elseworlds. Yeah. But uh, I understand that the spawn uh, remaster figure Kickstarter was so successful. I'm sure he'll want to do a press tour again. And if he does, uh, I have his information, and I will ask him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, don't want to waste his time, if he, especially if he's neck deep in something. But uh, I would like to have him on the show again, so we'll we'll, we'll have to do that. Um, Leon Duaney uh, says, "Will the weekly pull ever return? Please review Onslaught." Uh, number one, no, that show is dead uh, and will never come back. It's over forever. Uh, and uh, we did do Onslaught. Uh, check out back issues on Onslaught. Uh, Danby 900, I would say my favorite issue of the week was Barbalian Red Planet number two from Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walta. Walta's one of my favorite artists, and the Black Hammer universe is great. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing to say about Black Hammer. Uh, Alex Cash, Tiff, have you read Scarenhood? Scarenhood? It's an IDW book set in Ireland about a group of parents who discover some creepy, spooky things about their kids, preschool. Only two issues in. It seems like your kind of thing. It does seem like my kind of thing. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like IDW always falls under my radar in terms of independent properties. Yeah, it does. What's because like I always associate. Yeah, that's what I associate them with. Yeah. And so but it's boom, like, same deal. Yeah. And I and that's why I shouldn't because boom, boom. boom is transitioned easily. So I should probably start checking. Um, there's a little more frequently. It's usually kind of like, a, like I hear about them doing a property I like and I want to pick that yes. up. I never really think about them in those in those terms so yeah. thank you for putting that on my radar right thank you very much uh, Elijah Bowers woo thanks for the great content <laughs> thank you very much for watching Elijah uh, Dan Vio surprise Mark Way didn't end up on Superman right away uh, with Philip Kennedy Johnson taking over a longer store on a longer story at least Tom Taylor's on Nightwing but Ben is on Justice League uh, I uh, am excited for Bendis on Justice League only because I like Bendis on team books more than I like him on solo books I, I agree with that too and I and I think that this Okay, so I th- I, for some folk, there might be issues with the way he writes, but when he has more people to write for, he can kind of spread it around. Yes. Um. So hopefully, as long as they don't all sound the same. Right. And they, I, and depending on your interpretation of Bendis, like that may happen. Right. And you know, as long as he doesn't feel the need to have their first big bad be Rubelzar. Um. You know, I mean, if they kill him at the end, that'd be fine with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm surprised they got Mark Wade back after forever. They put him, they shoved him in a death metal tie-in and then didn't give him Superman. That's outrageous. Uh, but don't worry, uh, Philip Kenny Johnson is a weird pick for Superman. Uh, he's also doing uh, the Alien book, which is like a better fit and makes a lot more sense. Um, but we'll see. 
Uh, Kevbot1995 wished to express my sincere gratitude for providing one escape our escapism throughout the year. Oh. Dead Earth takes the category of best story, and Three Jokers takes best art, in my opinion, oh, of the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Three Jokers has some of the best art I've seen in a comic in a long time. Okay. Can we can we just can we just like not even a hot take but just a like truth here? Yeah, I completely forgot about. That. Yeah, no, I did. I have completely. That forgot is about so years. sad. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what it's happens so... when it takes two three years for your. Yeah, but it's so sad because, like you said, the art is so triumphant, yes. and it's so sad that that's a book that I never think about any longer. Yeah, same deal with Doomsday Clock. Ooh. Having like having gone over it again. Yeah, the art is so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's outrageous that like nobody's talking about it anymore. Mm. Austin F, happy holidays. I usually never catch these live, but work is over. Shout out to you guys for all your recs because Die and Rye have ended up <laughs> two of my favorites this year. I love that. I love that they rhyme. Yes. But like, that's so great. And I, I like your taste. It's like, you're it's very eclectic. I dig that because that's like us. <laughs> yeah. I saw that uh, Die was up for best cover from the r slash comic books award. Oh, that's good. They've had some stunning covers. Yes. The cover for like the most recent volume is mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. It's really just it's like i think it's all black and it's just a hand reaching up and like one of the dice oh it looks great mm. and carl maxi do you think the mcu will use 90s x-men or the current krakoa x-men i think it's going to be some sort of blend i think there's things that they might want to take from krakoa yeah honestly yeah. um but i do there's part of me that thinks they'd be smart to go 90s x-men because they have such broad appeal yep um it's the one everybody knows but they'd also have to update it to make it work in the mcu like there's nothing there for me there's no hero they've taken and like just carbon copied them from their source material like there's nope. always something they change about them mm -hmm. so i think they're going to take their spin on it but if they were wise i'd say to take a page out of the 90s just to get that nostalgia yeah. vibe uh, it's it's if you if i were to try and rebrand the x-men or bring the x-men back the first thing i would do is hit the cartoon mm. um so yeah uh what else we got no sword. Yeah. So uh, sword came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and like we didn't get a chance to chat about it, yeah. and so oh great. Um, so I was like, we got to talk about this because this is the first uh, issue of a new X series, which you know they're cropping up all over the place. But yeah. this one means something to me because I uh, really dig Abigail Brand. Yes. Um, for like I don't even like, she's just sassy. Yeah. She's just she's just a sassy lady, and wearing green. It's my favorite color. It's like a combination of things, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she's like tired all the time. I'm like I I feel connection to this woman. That's true. Um, it's written by Al Ewing with art by. I can't remember his first name, but it's Sheety. Oh, Valerio Skeety. Skeety. There you go. Anyway, by the way, did you see Marvel put out a... I'm sure you saw it elsewhere, but like, there's not only the sketches for Abigail. There's sketches for all the characters. Yes, yes I did. And they're awesome because you actually, like, seeing them there, like, yes. in that order, like, you can just see how cohesive all of their designs are. Yes. It's like, damn. Because sometimes you can't really get that from, like, action sequences or covers. Damn. So releasing the, like, character sheets yeah. is a great way to kind of, like, showcase, like, the work that went into it. Yeah, I also love their, like... Logo? Well, yeah, their logo is dope. But also their, like, opening quote page yes. you know there's always the quote page but it's always white yep theirs isn't because theirs is in space i was like ah i love it yeah i love it um so obviously in the wake of ten of swords um sword is back they've yep. reactivated the ship safely having taken care of the like alien yeah, problem that was up there cool whatever obviously abigail is in charge of that and we get like a big breakdown of everything you needed to know about what's going on in this ship Yep. And that, like, there are six folk who are kind of in charge of everything underneath Brand, right? Yes. You know, 
We have um, Wizkid, Manifold, Frenzy, Cable, Peeper, and uh, Fabian Cortez. Right. <laughs> well, Fabian Cortez uh, worked on both the uh, Grey Mulligan and uh, Asteroid M. Uh, of course, the Grey Mulligan uh, was not known as the Grey Mulligan at that point. I think it was known as Avalon. So right. it was Avalon. He's had experience with space stations. Sure. Wi- and working directly with Magneto, who, of course, is uh, Abigail's the, liaison. He's the council representative, right? Um, and the idea here, and we learn about this, is that like there are six people here for a very specific reason, yeah. right? And they all actually have backups just in case something doesn't work here. But they all have jobs, like, you know, technology and actually, like, Fabian Cortez is in charge of medical and energy resources. Mm, that sounds like they just wanted him on the, the ship. Yeah, we just just give him a title. That's yep. all that matters. He sees a title and a cape. Yeah. Um, you know, diplomacy, security, all that stuff, right? Yep. And then we have a whole team of teleporters mm-hmm. that include people like Lila Cheney and Blink. And I was like, oh, well, they're just going to become the exiles. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. They yeah. got teleported they someplace got teleported. they shouldn't they, have. They fell into an alternate dimension. They got dimension. five teleporters and they can't get back. That's, oh. Oh. Anyway, so you've always like multiple characters on here that yep. all have a reason for being there. But right now the important thing is that Magneto has come. Yep. And he didn't come through a gateway. No. He like flew himself up there. Yeah. And like honestly, when he gets there, cables like, Hey, what's up, why man? Why did you take the long way? Actually Abigail asks him that. Right. And he's like, Why did you why are you taking the long way? And she he's like why does a man climb a mountain? And she's like, when there's a ski lift. Okay, got it. Uh-huh. Like, he just wanted to flex. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm still I'm still the master of magnetism. Yep, still a baller. Don't forget it. Well, and I'm, I'm used to boarding spaceships via this way anyway. Sure. So. Yeah, I just like being in a sphere. Yeah. Um, Cable's got a new look post. Yeah, post uh, Ten of Swords. Yep. Um, but, you know, he's Looking like... Looking more like a summer's every day. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm in charge of security now. So, like, don't die. I'm, I'm a ship. That'd be bad. Don't yep. do it. But they'll bring you back, like, within 15 seconds. You're like an old man, though. It's going to look bad for me. That's true. Don't die. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Magneto is having a conversation with Cable and also moving the ship. Yes. Like, he's just rotating (laughs) the ship where he wants it to be. Mm -hmm. And, like, Cable's like, are you seriously just talking to me and also moving this, like, gigantic ship? Yep. This thousand-ton ship? Right. And he's like, yeah, I might also, you know... Walk and chew gum. At the same time. Who knows what I'll do next? I'm Magneto. I am Magneto. So, um, we are introduced to Wizkid, who is in, like, a red version, almost, <laughs> of Xavier's hover chair. Yay! Good! Without, like, the front, like, Yeah, cover, well, I kind of like better. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. he doesn't have, like, a, a metal blanket over his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, Wizkid has, like... Abigail doesn't like him calling himself Wizkid. She doesn't like the name. She thinks it's stupid. So yep. She tries to refer to him uh, as uh, Takashi. And he's like, it's Wizkid. Yeah. She's like, okay. Okay. This is worse than Alpha Flight. <laughs> Magneto is like, oh, you're one of the six. Cool. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to know you. And like, well, what? Like, yeah. he like really like, I'm like, ingratiates himself. Yeah, why? And like, Abigail's like, okay. All right. I hate everyone yep i just want to run my ship yep and keep space safe yep i don't need this crap right it's, yeah um he calls whiz kid part of the future of krakoa mm. right and this ties into what i was talking about earlier about this whole mutant technology thing because whiz kid is a, a individual who can understand all technology it doesn't matter being kind of technology including krakoa yeah because krakoa is kind of a technology right, right. So he can interface with that. He can interface with, you know, human technology or like alien technology or mutant technology, which is that pairing that they mentioned. Yes. And so like 
the five is like the epitome of that, but the six is like the next step when what they're going to do with them. Right. Right. It's like while the five is are definitely more important in terms of keeping mutant going. Yes. It, like they're trying to make it out that like the six have something to do with like the future and what their plans are right. for it. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds sounds neat. Um, Abigail is like. You know, there's like sword, you know, is up and running, which is awesome. And there's like a whole lot going on on the planet that we're trying to pay attention to, blah, 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 blah. She has some significant issues with being part of Krakoa. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't work for Krakoa. <laughs> I need you to understand that. Right. And he's like, yeah, but. Yeah, but you do though. But I mean, like. We turn on the ship. Everyone on the ship is a mutant. Right. And so they're all I think from she Krakoa. is too. Yeah, but like she's like he. She doesn't care. No, and like she's like here's the difference. Like you're an Earther. You <laughs> think about Earth problems, right? She's like I'm a spacer. Okay. I think about this as like a galaxy. I need to take care of Soul, not yeah. just the Earth. All of everything around us. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Like it's not just what's happening on your little island down here. Yeah. There's a whole lot more, mm-hmm. and like you guys think about this in this like terms of like humans, mutants, whatever. No. And she's like, and I'm happy to help him, whatever. But like, the fact is, and she's like playing along because she needs the funding because she recognizes that as well. Yeah. She's like, I need funding. And, and you guys are the ones who have it. Well, so Professor X is the richest person on the planet. Yeah. So eh. um, we are introduced to Frenzy, um, who used to, I believe, work with Magneto at one point or other. Yeah. She's a, a diplomat. She's talking to one of the Kree mm-hmm. or the Skrulls. And uh, they're basically doing like a uh, Klingon thing. Right. Like he's like impressed with her combat and like cool, whatever. Uh-huh. Right. And like the fact is that like, you know, they're hoping that you know with the new Kree Scroll Empire post Empire, yes, um, that like they can kind of like you know make things work, right? And like hopefully we like they can be you know friends and like we can have an ambassador and like all this crap, sure, right? Yeah. There's a little hitch though. Okay. Because they bring up the fact that it's like, well, the Kree Scroll Empire now is kind of as powerful as the Shi'ar, but the issue is that, like, you guys have decided that the Emperor's mother-in-law is a big bad. Right. In terms of Wanda. Yeah. And so, like, that's a problem. Right. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know if we're actually going to deal with that here, but that, like, that creates a non-ideal situation. Yeah, I like that. I was like... It's like they they may have to be forced to figure out the Wanda problem. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he, like, Magneto calls her the pretender. Oh. I'm like, okay. So he came up with the name, probably. Yeah, right? And he doesn't mean pretending to be a mutant. No. <laughs> but, like, I'm like, okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. that's, cool. that's going to come back to bite somebody in the butt. Yep. Um, they're wandering like around the ship, and all of a sudden, Fabian Cortez, Cortez shows up. What a douche! And he's like, he's just genuflex. He's like, oh, Lord Magneto. Oh God. Yeah, and that is everyone's reaction. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just want to apologize, and I think you're awesome, and you're like the greatest guy ever, and blah blah blah. Magneto's great. He's like, I recognize the ponytail. Who are you? Oh no, he doesn't. Rem- he's well, like, I'm Fabian Cortez. Yeah, Magneto was like in a coma for most of the time when Fabian was in charge. Yeah, and he's like, that's okay, you're great. And he's like, okay, anyway, uh, I gotta go. And he just walks away. Mm-hmm. And like, Magneto's like, why him? She's like, we were kind of short-staffed. We didn't have enough. We didn't have enough time to find someone else who could fill this role that we need filled. Right. He's one of the six. Right. And so they're working on getting someone else. Ah. Uh. Um. They enter in to the launch pad because, like, 
Magneto's there to like check in on Sword, but he's also there to like see this whole thing, this plan that they've got going with these six and these teleporters come to life and like, what are they going to do with this? Yeah. Because like he is like, this is cool and exciting. I don't think it's going to work. Right. And okay. she's like, it's going to work. Yeah. Um, so when he gets there, he's like, oh, hi, everybody. And like, you, you see Blink, you see everybody. And then all of a sudden, like Magneto is like, holy crap, it's Peeper, who was part of the Brotherhood of Mutants. Okay. And he's like... I haven't seen you forever. How you doing, man? Oh, my God. Just like, to make Fabian feel like an asshole. No, he's just really, he's genuinely excited. He shakes his hand. He's yeah. just like, we've got to catch up. And, like, Peeper is like, yeah, maybe we, could, maybe we could get a beer or something later. He's like, yes. Peeper Cortez is, like, standing off at the side. He's like, what is happening? Yeah. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. What? And Peeper, really? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So they get the six together. The teleporters, like, link up. And we get going, and there's, like, all this crazy stuff happening. You're like, what is going on here? Right. Well, they determine that, like, this mutant technology of, like, basically taking one mutant and, like, another mutant supporting them and supporting them, they found, a like, a loop mm. that they could use, which <clears throat> would allow them, basically, to teleport somewhere. Right. Right? Um, and that's what they do, essentially. We, we see this, like, here's the stage that, like, yeah. there are all of these individuals and they all stand in a big circle. There's the control and the power and the shield, the guide, the eye, and the foundry, right? Okay. Um, the, uh, the, no, the guide is Manifold, and Manifold uses the teleporters to help to open up a gateway in order to get them through, right? Mm -hmm. Armor is there, and, like, because she is aligned with the power was Fabian Cortez he like basically gives her energy and she can take her armor and expand it over everyone okay right and then you have the eye who like uh I guess is backed up by I don't know if it's the guide or the guide brings him there he can like see whatever it is that they need to see right and so on and so forth essentially it's just like a big daisy chain of like awesome yeah and so they do it. They 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 open up this like very colorful looking like rainbow gateway thing and they go through and like they have a purpose and they're trying to seek it out and we as the reader are like what, what are, are they, they getting? Yeah. They make their way through. I love that the image by the way of like them in the armor yeah. and like it taking different shapes because like Wizkid is one of them. Right. And so it, like it forms around his wheelchair. like wheelchair thing which is like it's just a funny shape. Yeah. Like <laughs> because of the shape, because of the nature of the hover chair. I'm like, yeah. As opposed to having like an actual wheelchair. Right. Anyway, they get there and like, there's something about it. Like it's, it's almost kind of terrifying. Like we see, um, at one point, like almost like to me, this looks like an eldritch kind of thing at the yes. bottom. I don't think that's what they're hinting at necessarily, but like just kind of cool, kind of, mm -hmm. kind of dope looking. Yeah. Right. And like they know that not only are they they, they have to find this place and see it, but they want they're supposed to bring something back. Mm. And so like, um, manifold reaches out and like grabs a rock of some kind, this like pyramid shaped item, okay, and pulls it back with them. And like when they get back, they're like, okay, we saw some shit mm -hmm. in there, and like it was like terrifying in the and awe inspiring, horizon. yeah, but like. But we also didn't fail. And right. so here it is. Is it the Emkron crystal? I they don't say what it is. Okay. Um, but like essentially it's about like what comes next. And Magneto's like, holy crap, you did it. Right. And I'm like, cool. What? Okay. What's interesting is the final quote page, because it's from Victor Von Doom, and it says, like, you've stolen fire from the heavens to hold in your hands. How could I object? I've done the same myself with one significant difference. I wore gloves. <laughs> I was like, 
That's cool. Yep. I'm like, I'm, I'm in. I love the writing on this book. It's, it's witty and sarcastic. And, you know, I'm sure some folk might feel like Magneto was a little out of character. Um, but I feel like everyone else really worked. Um, the Fabian Cortez stuff was just so perfect because yeah. I really hate that. He's just, right. I, just, I, He's just such a douche. I hate him. He's so stupid. Yeah. Um, and he got to look stupid, but you know, it's going to be an issue later oh, on, yeah. of course. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, they've created mystery here naturally. Yes. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm in, this is like, um, this is a pickup for me for sure. Going forward. Yeah. Sounds, sounds cool. Good recommendation. Thank you. Uh, oh, let me see if there's any more uh, super chats before I move on to our big book of the evening. That's a good question. Somebody asked about like, did Mother Mold use a Doom quote? Yeah, when she yeah it was like imploding. About, well, she mentioned or stealing fire it. from heaven or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, just for comment, just for commentable. Just graduated from college and couldn't have done it without your vids. Uh, super Aww. grateful for the content you guys make. That's very, very kind of you. Thank also, you. congratulations on making it. That's, That's right. awesome. Yeah, congratulations. That's a tough it's order. It's no small feat. That's right. Uh, hopefully we'll be with you as you uh, move on into employment. Mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Danielson, keep it up with a hilarious uh, exercising I do pair. like that pair. That's something that I should pair. be doing. <laughs> yeah, that's something I need to be doing every day. Uh, Jam Call X, when you when do you think they'll check in on the Morlocks? They don't have to worry about humans anymore, but aren't used to surface life yet, so they probably got a scenic cave down a cave town with good plumbing. I was literally like, you said Morlocks, I was like, well, obviously they're like they can't help themselves. They're yeah, just, they need a cave. They're just living underground. They're like, you can live. You can you can have upstairs. It's and, and is Stormin still in charge of them? <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see that. That's interesting. It's <laughs> an interesting book. Uh, so yeah, let's jump into a Death Metal, uh, Snyder and Capullo. This is the penultimate issue of Death Metal. It's almost over. I literally thought this was the final issue. Oh, I'm so sorry, it. because knowing it wasn't the final issue allowed me to... Because the thing is, you need, when you're reading Snyder today, if you're reading Snyder over the last two years, you need to know what chapter you're reading so that you don't, like, rip the book in half. Because, okay. like... The, you know, when you're right before the last chat, it's been very frustrating. Mm -hmm. This new style he's adopted over the last few years has been very frustrating. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, as you can see, you know, if you recall, Batman mentioned he's dead. Superman's like, I can't stop the thing that's obviously going to get stopped at the end of this event. Uh, Superman's getting more and more dark sidey. Mm -hmm. But the idea here is that, you know, uh, Superman inspires the, the villains. Batman raises the dead. The, the, everyone in the DC universe who's still around uh sits on this like crappy generic looking easy to draw earth to fight against the hordes of the of 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 the planets that the that the darkest night has invented or created or, mm -hmm. or cultivated uh which have have hordes of bad guys uh and it's going to be a big fight yep but like that doesn't matter because really what's happening is wonder woman is trying to get back to like the primordial you know, soup from which we all came. So, so it's to another forge. We yeah. have to go to a forge. We gotta go to the forge like we did in the last one. And uh, she's gonna she's gonna use the metal and she's gonna make a thing. Yeah, and... because Lex had a journal that had a convenient machine that would help them to like... She's gotta build a machine. Pull together like all of the stories. Yes, And like bind stories. them. Yep. Yeah, so she's like, got it. Yeah, On so, my way, I'm going to use my Lobo brigade. Yeah, my Lobo armor. Yeah, or, or army, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Blackest Knight fights Perpetua for control. Uh, you know, they just battle using, yeah. like, you know, punching each other. Meanwhile, on the surface of the planet, whoa. You know, a bunch of fights of characters that I don't recognize versus characters I couldn't care less about. Um, 
but you know, so Lobo uh, sacrifices himself or themselves to combat the darkness to allow Wonder Woman to progress. Yeah, the the thing here was that like the void they were in should have had something in it, whether it be hopes or fears, and there was but nothing, nothing except then what does coalesce is the fear of the darkest night taking form. And so it's not necessarily just one thing. It's more or less like a whole bunch of pieces of him and they yes. start pulling the Lobos into the darkness. Mm-hmm. And like, Lobo, I was like, oh my God, are we gonna do the scene from the abyss? <laughs> but they don't but they don't because it's like he's like i knew it was a one-way trip but i was like ah oh no one-way trip yeah oh uh, i made myself sad um except it's fine. yeah but um lobo's like that's eh, cool like Lobo, he's like i'm gonna be a hero when i'm gonna and i'm not one i'm so gonna go out but it doesn't matter it. anyway because like yes diana put the book in the worst place she could have ever put it yep like loosely attached beneath her belt yep she was too focused on her awesome... That might as well have just said yoink. Yep. He should have said yoink because yoink. Darkest Night says a lot of dumb things in this book. Yeah. He said he said yoink and then yeeted that. Yeah, yeet! Bro. <laughs> what an amazing. Would have, would have really encapsulated how this book feels. So, uh, you know, she's lost the journal. She doesn't remember the schematics. And... Obviously, you know, we're making allusions to the end of Final Crisis when Superman had to build the Miracle Machine. He had to, mm-hmm. mer- he had to do it from memory. And he he's, has super memory. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she gets to the she gets to the, the, the forge and uh, Darkseid's there. And I really hope this isn't his final form, like, going forward he because looks, Darkseid looks like a fucking idiot. He looks like a combination of, like, Darkseid, Highfather, and, and Granny Goodness. Granny Goodness, I'm yes. Like, what happened? But Granny Goodness... Like, the, the first two, cool. Yeah. You toss in that Granny Goodness, it all goes it, south. It kind of becomes something else. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Darkseid has the baby anti-monitor, Mobius, uh, in his care. I guess, like, that's gonna be a thing. I saw some promo art for Infinite, whatever the hell, and it looks like this Darkseid look is gonna carry over, which is too bad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you've never, you've never gotten better than Kirby's design. Stop it. So yeah. anyway, uh, Darkseid says a bunch of cryptic shit that doesn't matter. Uh, it turns out that the Darkest Knight also kept pieces of the Source Wall and entombs Perpetua in those pieces. So it's like poetic. You know, you were trapped behind the Source Wall. Now you're entombed in the, in the piece of the Source Wall. Yep. Where did I keep them? Who cares? Maybe my, like, darkest belt. But, uh, you know, he makes, he gives a big long Snyder speech that ultimately ends with him referring to laughter. And then we get to the actual, like... Yeah, let's not forget, too, that Perpetua's like, dumbass, if you do this, my kind are gonna come back. And it's like, but I thought... And they're gonna end everything. He's like, yeah, that's all I want. That's all I want. I'm like, wait, that's what you want? Yep. I I keep changing the goalposts, but, like, trust me, that's what I want now. That's my secret want. Yeah, that's that's what I really want. So, uh, oh, oh, but don't worry because the Dark Knight also knows about the fight, like the, the grandest fight, and he's taken his favorite characters, which includes like the skeletal remains of Barbados, all the Stygian <laughs> Robins, the Robin King, and all the, all your favorite action figures that are from McFarlane Toys, uh, including the characters from the I, last event. I literally love how they're the farthest back, too. It's yep. like the Drowned and the Destroyer yep. and all yeah, the Merciless, the, yeah. you know, the Red well, they're, Death. They're way back there. Yeah, but those, but they're here. Yeah. They're there, too. Uh, and so, 
Yeah, uh, they, you know, the, the the team is like, we're gonna do this. Well, yeah, well, because don't forget, like these guys were like, they had a badass fight with all those other things, and like Batman and Superman had a moment where they're like, he didn't have time to finish the Earth. This is probably all he has. Right, and then no, and he's then got, like, these no, after he, well, after he defeats Perpetua, he right. gets the stuff he needs. And he's like, no, nah, this is my army, and they're like, cool. Yeah. Hey, go be with your families and fight together. Yeah. Break so, off into your books and then fight each other. Yes. So uh, they do. Um, Wonder Woman despairs, but then she realizes the truth and hope and love are the only ways that can save this day. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait a minute, like truth? I got the lasso of truth. So yep. she just dips the lasso into the forge uh, because she can't remember how to build the machine. Yeah, she's, she's, not, at it. she's not sure about I that. Can't, I, I'm not sure. So I'll just dip the lasso in there. Meanwhile, the entire DC universe has uh, has bonded together. Heroes and villains, greatest nemeses and greatest heroes, side by side in their respect from their respective families of books, and they all declare that they are part of one universe. Yep. And uh, and then they and then they go and as they are about to like embark on a losing battle, a f- like six regular people are like us too. And, I know. Uh, I, like I was like, yeah. I'm like, who are these people? Oh wait, it doesn't fucking matter. And then uh, the the lasso of truth connected with the world forge uh, connects with everyone who else is who who is already connected, and then that connection to everybody and the you know forge fires mm-hmm. uh, connect and then feed into Wonder Woman, so their hope feeds into her, and so they're like the heroes are gonna fight, and Barbados, the darkest night is like the darkest night is like oh no. Here we go. Uh-huh. And then Wonder Woman erupts out of the forge, reformed as a literal golden god yep. to uppercut <laughs> the darkest night in a poetic battle that you've always wanted to see, which is the worst version of Batman and the goldenest version of Wonder Woman. Yeah, remember when they did fighting. that? Remember when Tynan did this in Witching Hour? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Remember when, when Wonder Woman had to take on the power of Hecate. And yeah. They had to feed that all into her. All feed it she all had into to finally, her. She had like control it, and then at the end, she was able to beat up the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we're gonna happen here. And don't worry, just in case you're worried, like, hey, is Wonder Woman you like? If Wonder Woman's gold and made with the hope and like ooze of everything that you know story came from, does she still have her baller invisible chainsaw that isn't any that is anything but invisible? Yes. Don't worry. She still has her awesome chainsaw, so you can still like do this when you're reading the book yeah um you can still hold the book like this between your fingers um it's almost over yeah the thing that i the the criticism that i will lobby that i'll lob at this book today Mm -hmm. is that the art isn't nearly as good as it should be capullo does a couple of super dope pages the not the one universe page everyone has the same face for some reason but there, the the sequence that is three huge long uh, panels mm-hmm. of the battles are undisputedly epic and cool. But I don't care about anyone having these fights. Yeah. I don't care about why they're fighting. So ultimately, they're just really cool images. Right. Which is the reason the people I think are buying this book anymore. Also, just out of cold, calculating curiosity at this point. <laughs> but I, I just have to know. I just have to know. Or like, seriously, this book's still going? All right, let's all go to the comic shop, pick up issue six. Wow! Throw uh, 
the, those three panels yeet. were yeet. <laughs> those three panels were super fun. I I was like, these are cool. How did you how did you feel about the language? Oh, I thought it was very forced. The oh. the language sequence where uh, you know Star- Jaro's like, let's kick some ass, and you know because because he does that earlier. Yeah, and- Batman's like language kiddo language, and I was like, yes, thanks, Cap. Yes. Now Batman has done that, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like the right. place where it came from. As as they're charging into battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a great moment in Dark Knight Returns yeah. in which Batman is hunting down the Joker for the last time, and uh, Joker takes a I think a kid hostage, or he's just he's he's he's. Le- but anyway, this little kid is like Batman's coming to get you. He's gonna kick your ass. And, and then Joker <laughs> runs, and he says, "Like you, you got to get up, Batman. You got to kick his ass." And he says, "Watch your language, son." That's different. That's cute. That moment is gold. Not as gold as Wonder Woman literally being gold with a chainsaw of bullshit blasting out of the Earth of a planet I don't care about. I, I know this is supposed to be like an anti-crisis and sub- supposed to be like subversive and like lol. Right, and like I get it. Whatever, and like you're meant to have all of these characters because it's like you know most of the crises do have like a ridiculous number of characters that we could put them all on the page and yes. the cover and like get people in part of the fun like, of that is that right like seeing everybody yes and and yet somehow i feel like that's a huge problem for snyder in this in this capacity where it's like there's too much happening yeah and so like you can't give enough attention remember when he did the chapters yes we kind of stopped doing that yeah we kind of dropped that we kind of dropped the chapters and i think the chapters helped him segment things yes and like gave and the give, book like, each- part like tone yeah and like gave it like it kind of pissed me off but now that we don't have it like i feel like he's lost his structure in a, yeah. in a way and like yes we are at the end where it's just everything's kind of like converged and i and i get it because it's like in terms of like narrative storytelling sure this makes sense but it just wonder woman's like reveal yes isn't earned as much as it's no. just it just happens. To happen. Like yeah. it, you know, yes. Did she go on this journey? Technically, yes. She yes, did go she on did. that journey. Did she fight seemingly insurmountable odds? Yes, technically. Right. But like none of it. Fe- like, uh, but I didn't feel anything while she went on that journey. No. And like honestly, a lot of the journey is is accidental, mm-hmm. and that can happen. Like, there's something kind of like realistic about that. Like, you know, reality is yeah. that like things just happen sometimes. So, and it's and, inglorious. Like, oh. But like, I'm not reading reality. Yeah. Yeah. And Especially it, when like the darkest night is shooting universes at this like annoying character that should never have been invented yeah and it can't be like everything happens in that because it's like she just kind of stumbles into this and like the only reason that like she will be successful here is because she had hope and because she had to be because we're not going to end the book that way we can't end the book that way and because a movie is coming out starring her and we we wanted to make we wanted to make a major event that wasn't called war of the gods which is by the way impenetrable and Because I have two versions of that book, and I've read both of them, and I still have no goddamn idea what's happening. Oh, and this book is 20, 30 years old. I'm sorry. But, uh, but you know, we got, like, what DC doesn't have, like, what's a big DC event with Wonder Woman in them? Like, eh, not many. But, like, here you go. I'd say the witching hour. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and it has her on the cover, and it's dope. But, like, but magic, though. We won't even, we, we won't even try to make this appeal to anybody. Um, yeah, this, uh, here's my question. Because Bruce Wayne, Batman, is a cosmic monster that killed everyone and ruined everything. Yeah. When this is reforged, will everyone in the universe hate Batman? 
Because like I would. Well, because they all remember they remember everything. Right? Now. They remember everything. So like I would remember that Bruce Wayne Batman has the has the potential to become the biggest, most like monstrous bad guy in the universe, in the multiverse. And well. and would callously and like with laughter in his heart destroy everything like it just you know what i mean it makes it makes me not trust the character more no because he's a batman and he's a bruce wayne from one of the dark multiverses yeah but 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 like if i'm joe schmo who's also like if you mess with one of us you mess with all of us i don't know the difference i mean i do in terms of like that's batman that's batman one's Mm -hmm. a big god one's the guy who's over here and they're both dead or they're both magic like at this point the urban vigilante thing is done yeah like it is over (laughs) But, you know, but that, that'd be an interesting plot point. If it's like, hey, we're going to, like, when we get back to, you know, normal, it'd be interesting to be like, nobody likes or trusts Batman. He's not on any Justice Leagues. Yeah. The, 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 even the police won't talk to him. The people don't trust him, you know, and just really like, get him into the dirt. And he's got to earn it. You know what I mean? So, like, one day when he stands on a stage with the Superman on the Justice League, people are like, wait a minute, what? Like, uh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Be a great opportunity. Uh, instead, it's just people Ooh. are like, yippee! Well, you know, they'd be like, Bruce, why didn't you have a plan for this? You had a plan to, to disable us. Yeah, yeah, you had a plan to 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 punch Perpetua. Yeah, and you like... Know, you have a plan to punch yourself? I did have a plan. It's called you. It's called Wonder Woman's Invisible Fucking Chainsaw. Yes, it is called that. There's a... There, uh, this series is almost over. Um, I don't want to leave it thinking like or, or or making letting people think that like i don't like snyder's work or that this in some way diminishes his impact or his efforts like it's not if, if you give snyder a pen and you ask him to write you a story about three people <laughs> in like a cabin it's gonna be great if you write if you give him a typewriter and you put and you ask him to tell a story about two people in a city he's gonna do a really good job mm-hmm. but if you give him a computer and you ask him to write a story about literally everyone doing literally everything and you don't give him any editorial restraint whatsoever it's gonna look like this <laughs> you know it's just it's like i'm i'm i i'm past the point of being like devil's advocate this is silly and it's supposed to feel like it's ridiculous no it's just not good right and also because it's not like leading into anything anymore right and like maybe it never was it's kind of yeah and if it never was i don't even know but if it was meant to lead into something else that is no longer happening like now it doesn't feel like there's a point to it right well other than to i guess bring all of continuity oh yeah i mean like and the idea of the idea of declaring as a publisher our shared universe is going to have one contiguous timeline a la the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Sounds good. Love it. Sliding time sale. No more multiverses and crap. Or if it is a multiverse, it doesn't matter. Mm. You know? They're, or they're over there and you can tell those stories. Yeah, tell you that I guess all the multiverses are gone except for... Right? But they'll be back. Except the dark ones. Right. The well, dark ones are still back. Yeah, and they have books. We didn't even talk about Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Christ's Infinite Earths. Mm. Which, by the way, if you are a JSA fan, you should check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, If you're not, it's not a lot of fun and it's super boring. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, but like, I don't know. This is just a, this is a bloated mess. And I feel really bad because like, when I say things like bad or not good, 
or, you know, bloated. <laughs> it sounds like I'm just passing judgment without really thinking about it. But, like, I've purchased and read, no, we've read we've every talked. page of this. And the fact that you also are on the same page makes me think I'm onto something. <laughs> You know, yeah, because obviously, you... like, I've talked about Dark Knight's Metal, the first one, and I was like, this is kind of silly. But, like, Morpheus and the concept, like, the, the concept... There was, well, was the it con- Morpheus? Well, it was... Daniel. It, it was Daniel Hall. But Dream. <laughs> but the concept of, of of it being, like, a meta story about, like, it's cool and whoa, but also it's about story. Yeah. That's, like, a thing. I like... I wish... Okay, so I know that people are saying, like, not people, but there are opinions out there that yeah. this is, like, a commentary on, like, crises, and it's, like, hilarious, and it's tongue-in-cheek. If it is that, it needs way more of it because it's like partially that, but it's also partially a love letter to characters he's created. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like, no, 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 no. My like dark Batman are cool and I like them and I want to see them again. And yeah. no one has used them and no one cares about them. <laughs> and like, you know, except I, for the Batman who laughs. Has he he's been- he's been in Snyder's colleagues' books. Like he was in Batman Superman. He was a big. Problem there. I, I don't remember. There was one of the Dark Matter books that he okay. was in. Uh, but but like, other than that, like, you know. But, like, no one's used the Merciless which is or fair. Red I, I Death. Think they, I'm sure they went away. They went away. and it Literally have... nobody used Perpetua or anything like that. Like, it's... Yeah, and maybe they didn't have the rights to do it. But it's, like, there isn't enough of the, like, ribbing of the idea of the crises. Yeah. You know, there isn't enough of, like you know the like wink and a nod like you know this is what would happen in a crisis right there isn't quite enough of that to really solidify that as like the impetus behind this for right me. yeah yeah this is this is very depending on the ending <laughs> this this could almost be the room where it's someone giving a really genuinely earnest valiant effort at something that they want to say and it getting horribly away from them and then then afterwards being like no no no, the whole thing was supposed to be stupid it's a comedy if at the end of this the darkness and i had said i'm You're... fed up with this universe yeah. and then like ripped himself in two <laughs> right or if perpetua grabs him and he says you're tearing me apart then it's like oh okay the whole goddamn oh, thing was a big stupid like, joke enjoy this reference five people who yeah, saw both the of room. you i listen i would love that are you kidding me if he says you're tearing me apart then oh I'll get it, God. and I'm sorry. Then I will. I will do a literal whole episode where I re-pour. Where we're back issues. I'm gonna genuinely be like, "This is a cool book, and here's why." <laughs> if he says they're tearing me up, you're tearing me apart, Perpetua, or who, or Diana. Yeah. <sighs> it's it, it's a disaster. It's it's an unmitigated disaster. And what's worse is this it was the number one selling book of the week. Yeah. Y'all are still buying this book? And I get it. They're like, you know, well, yeah. I mean, like, it's almost over. <laughs> like, you know, it'd be, it used to be you just, you tell them you don't want it by not buying it. But like, you know, and listen, like, nah. So there it is. And, and there it is. Mm-hmm. let's jump into some recommendations for books that are coming out this week and then we'll announce the winner of our uh, best book of 2020 contest uh, which turned out to be Daredevil but like what is the best book of 2020 for you? I already told you well, tell them <laughs> it's Hellblazer Hellblazer the well, we, actual well, I was gonna do Hellblazer but they, we, we did that already yeah we did we gave away Hellblazer we did we did 
Could have um, also, oh no, it wouldn't be the first volume. Because if you're going to do Once in Future, it had to be the first sec- volume. But the second volume came out this year. Yeah. Well, no, but I like to give away the first volume because then you're, you're starting it at, the, uh, at, at ground zero. Uh, even if it is the best book, first volume two of the, of the year. Or Something's Killing the Children. There's been a lot. I really yeah, there's two volumes that too. Uh, recommendations for me. Justice League Dark, number 29. I don't know if it's a recommend. It's written by... <laughs> Ron Mars. It's just chapter Because it's for Endless Wonder. So if you... Okay, here's the thing, folks. If you're a Justice League Dark fan... Don't read this book. This is probably not what you're looking for. This is more a warning than anything else. Yes. Because this is literally part seven. You're going to pick this up and be like, what the hell's happening? This is, it shouldn't be called Justice League 29, Justice League Dark 29. It should be called Endless Winter Part 7. Well, they did just wrap the story. Thing? Mm. I'm trying to remember what the last issue was. So, like, they could get away with that, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Andy Lanning's also writing it. With Ron Mars. They, yeah. They're both writing Endless Winter. Yeah. So, just as a, as a heads up, everybody. Yeah. Um, on the um, X Men front, Excalibur number 16. I'm still picking this one up. I like this book just in general. Um, I like on the cover, Megan's here. Yay. Finally. Like, hey, you're back, lady. How are you feeling? She should be fine. Right? Yeah, but she hasn't been around. And, yeah, I know. What the hell? And like now her husband's like, you know. In the, the other world. Yeah, he's Captain Avalon. So, and, but Betsy's not here anymore. So it's cool that we have her on the team. Yes. You know. Well, so. connect, because she's the only goddamn member of Excalibur on this team. <laughs> uh, so looking forward to seeing where that uh, continues to go. Like I said, it's just, I, I, I like this book. And I yeah. think this is the first issue of this since Ten of Swords. Yes. So looking forward. I think so. Yeah, uh, something is killing the children. Number thirteen. There's a bunch of indie books coming out this week. There might be another issue of Decorum. I can't remember honestly. Mm. I just I just wanted to pull a few um, that were coming out. So that's what I got. That's fair. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I oh, know you you wanted to do Marvel. I wasn't sure. What, I like I we literally saw this. I kind of want to pick it up. It looks like it is a bunch of like mini stories mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's 36 pages. I think it's a bunch of like short stories. Marvel number three is coming out. Um. It looks like it's going to have... Oh, Alan Weiss is presenting a lost tale of of, of Submariner. We got Warlock in this with uh, Sinkovich yep. on it. Yep. So, you know, what we were talking about earlier, about yeah. having a specific type of art. A Rock Raccoon story, that kind of thing. But if you're looking for like just like little short vignettes done by different writer-artists, yeah. which I believe... For the most part, it is a writer artist like is doing it. I think there's one writer who's working on some stuff. Oh, maybe cool. he also needs an artist involved. Um, but you could grab that. I, I, I like those sometimes. They're not always the most in-depth stories, but sometimes it's worth it for the art. Yeah. Uh, did you know that King in Black is out? Uh, King in Black number two comes out uh, on Wednesday. Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman. Again, like if you're like, man, I don't know. Oh, like, is that is that about uh, T'Challa? Oh, King in Black. No. It's his costume. Yeah, he's a king. He's in. He's, a he's black an outfit. actual king yeah. who wears all black. That's true. It is not. Uh, no, he's actually quite white. Actually. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, if, if it's not him, then... no. Um, what, what about? Um, uh, it's like a spin on Black Cat. It's a. It's a guy who's Black Cat. Oh. There's a deep V. Right. He's homaging uh, Danny Rand's like '70s Iron Fist. Album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So King and Black number two is coming out. Uh, like, listen, if you were like, "Hey, I want to check out King and Black," but like, what do I need to know? Read Absolute Carnage, and you're good. Like, literally, that's really it. I mean, like, and Venom fans would be like, mm, "That's not true," except for the last issue where he just falls for an issue and he just gives you context. But like, literally, if you're like, "No, I don't want to read Venom," just read Absolute Carnage. It's a fun event from Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. Where, like, Carnage is the bad guy, 
And he's like, I'm gonna bring Nolan. And everyone's like, no, you're not. King of Black is like, yeah, he is. That's it. Like, it's pretty fun. And I kind of dig this story in terms of, it's just fun. Like, it just looks cool. It looks cool. It requires virtually no effort. Like, you want to talk about, like, shut your brain off and enjoy something? You know, like, Dark Knight's Metal is like, here's a bunch of bullshit. King of Black is very similar in terms of like, hey, this asshole that you didn't ask for that was created by a person who invented them, like, literally a couple years ago brings a person from space and they mess up your characters. Yeah. It's the same freaking thing. So, if, by all rights, it should be the best-selling book of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm digging Stegman's art and, like, I, I'm looking forward to seeing similarly like with perpetua she like really wore out her welcome yeah I king in black like null has been inserting himself in other people's books but like silver surfer black yeah that book is a triumph regardless of null true no it's true i so, am looking forward to seeing them pants null well yeah and that's the thing like if he gets his comeuppance with with perpetua perpetua's not really getting her comeuppance because it's not really about her no it's not even though it really should be yeah so I don't know, but yeah, I, and, and and for the folk who can't tell that I'm just I, it's called jokes. No, <laughs> no, when, no. The when, title's from this. It's a joke. When women tell them, I don't hear them as jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's just a joke, folks. God. Have a man say it, and it's then I'll the, get it. Oh, uh, where's Ben? <laughs> <laughs> he he was Ben was on fire in this episode. Was on fire. Uh, it's so, the holidays, guys. Lighten up. <laughs> so that's that. Those are the books I recommend. That's Oh, uh, so those are the books that came that are coming out this week that you should check out. Uh, that we think you should check out. Um, there's a lot going on. Uh, of course, we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us and keeping this channel alive for a whole year, another year in paradise here on Comic Pop. Thank you all so much. Before we go, of course, gotta decide who's gonna win this Ooh. volume of Daredevil. So stick around and find out who won. Um, let's see who it is. We're gonna, I'm gonna get the results in a second. So, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've uh, I've been really having a great time. I'm very thankful, uh, despite the fact that Thanksgiving is over. Uh, I wanted to thank all of you out there. I want to thank you for being Aww. part of the show and making it better. Oh, thanks. Um, you know, it was a it was a good idea to bring you in like four years ago <laughs> when when the show like moved from me forcing Ben and Ethan to read comics before we started doing back issues to. Let's turn it into a show. Yeah. Where we actually, like, review books yeah, on a regular yeah, yeah. basis. Turn, it, it was also a good idea that you actually, like... Because you read books. I do read them, books. And have very interesting opinions. I do. I enjoy them, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, the winner of Daredevil Volume 1, and what you need to do is, if you're here, sound off in the chat, and then uh, email me, sal at comicpop.net, your contact info. I'll make sure you get it in the next couple of weeks yeah we can't control the mail yeah right now um so like it'll be sent out but like <laughs> we're working on it no um you know it'll be sent out and then it just it might take a little longer than usual just because of the high the rate. traffic well yeah there's just so much being sent out right yes. now. yes so uh i wanted to find out if uh if kevbot 1995 was in the chat I've, I've seen that name before. I have. And if Tardisman is in the chat as well, uh, if Tardisman and Kevbot would please shout out yourselves, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure that this, uh, this, all, this all gets uh, Oh, we're doing away. two? I'm going to make sure that Tardisman, who came in second, is going to get Hellblazer Volume 1. <laughs> because that was the best book of 2020, according to Tiffany. According to Tiffany, that's my best book. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so Tardisman, you get uh, you get you get Hellblazer and Kevbot. You gotta say something, man. Otherwise, you ain't getting no book. Uh, da, 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 da. Congratulations, Tardisman eighty five. By the way, Tardisman, uh, shoot me an email, Sal at compop.net. There you go. I'll make sure you get your stuff. Um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Kev like another minute, and then we're gonna move on to the okay. next person. Okay. A new mutant power controlling the mail. Controlling the mail. I mean, that's so arbitrary, mutant powers. But, like, it would make a big deal. Right? Like it would make it would be powerful. Yeah, yeah. I guess they don't have that service on Krakoa. Right, mail? Well, when you have psychics, you don't really need the mail. Yeah, I guess it's all, like, digital of some kind. Right? Krakoa knows everything that everyone's saying. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> so we're going to move on. Sorry, Kev man. Uh, Kevbot, we're going to have to catch another time. So thank you very much for watching. And uh, sorry you didn't get it, but we're going to move on to the next guy, which is Sean D. Sean D, congratulations, man. So sound off in the chat. Uh, if you are there, say hello, and I'll make sure you get your Daredevil copy. Do it, do it. Uh, the email is sal at comicpop.net. By the way, if you do go to comicpop.net, I think it'll take you to the to the YouTube channel. Uh, so that doesn't help you. So it doesn't. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. So uh, we'll see if Sean D says anything, uh, and then we'll move on. This is great on the repeat. This is usually when people like go, okay, well, this is all right. There hey! he is. All right, Sean. So shoot me an email, sal at compop.net. It was me all along. It was me all along. That's right, man. So you get Daredevil, Tardisman's getting Hellblazer. Woo! Uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Yay! And we'll see you guys next week with the, well, no, maybe next week, probably not. Either way, we'll see you next year with another episode. Um, and thank you all so much in, for, for sponsoring me this episode with your Super Chats and for keeping this show going. Stick around uh, in two days for back issues yay uh, it's our christmas episode or a holiday episode of back issues oh you get fun. to find out where like if you were on social media and you saw that screenshot of me and ethan looking shocked at something yes you get to find out what it was finally and if you don't know what the hell we're talking about you could always ch follow us at uh, at the real zoobs on yes. twitter or on instagram you can follow the comic pop thing plus me at sal says what or you can check out instagram.com slash comic pop official the pictures on both so yeah yeah, yeah. There. but it's it's a really fun picture i saw that editing i'm like what this is great yeah it's, it's it's legitimately authentic yeah like we were very like in Surprised. that moment it, by what we were looking at yes <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. well everybody we're gonna say thank you for being you for being here for another year yes if we don't see you next week because right? we don't know so we're gonna treat this like it's the yeah, last we're gonna one uh, 2020's been rough. Yes. For everybody, uh, in all different sorts and capacities, but we have almost made it through. And not that 2021 is, is gonna, gonna roll magically in become great and it's gonna be amazing, but like it's something we could be hopeful for and moving forward at, together as yes. a community. And it's just, it just, I think, shows our strength yes. as like not only as individuals and as a world, but like literally in our own little community. That, like, we supported each other, and we were there for each other, and, uh, yeah, I think that's awesome. And it means that we can, take, we can tackle anything. That's right. We're going to make it through death metal. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to make it through <laughs> death metal, even though it ends in the next year. We're going to make it. Um, right. But thank you for all for being here. Thank you for your constant support, for being awesome. Yep. You guys are amazing. Yep. And, by the way, uh, follow twitch.tv slash comicpop for more video game streams, which are usually on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but not during holiday weeks. 
So you know. it will be this. I will do at least tomorrow. I don't know how Wednesday is going to go, depending on how much I get done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 there's a lot to do. So make sure to follow at least at twitch.tv slash comic pop to watch uh, some fun video game streaming. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Somebody mentioned the shirt. If you want this shirt, go to tpublic.com slash store slash comic pop. All links for everything we talk about are in the descriptions below every single video. Uh, so follow us there. Jordan Cooper. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. Love Merry Christmas to you too, Jordan. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. And thank you all to all of you. Happy holidays to everybody out there. We'll yeah. see you guys next time with another episode of Off the Rack. Bye, guys. Bye.